Welcome to LifeCast with Ryan Lee. This is Ryan, and I get the opportunity to speak to a couple hundred thousand people all around the country every year. And people often ask me, when you speak, what do you speak about? And if I could sum up the thing I speak on the most, including everything from corporate keynotes to church messages, the subject would be life. That's why this is called LifeCast. So here's a clip from a recent talk I did on the best question we can be asking ourselves during a pandemic. And after that, myself and an awesome host and friend, Peter, will join me as we discuss some key takeaways that I believe can equip you with the tools to change your life. Enjoy. I think all of us have been trying to navigate a new normal while simultaneously hoping things go back to an old normal. I don't know about you, but it wasn't until a month and a half ago that I even learned what the word pandemic even meant. And whenever you don't know what something is, you naturally respond to it the way that other people respond to it. So if you run the target and get as much toilet paper and hand sanitizer as you possibly can, then, then that's exactly what I'm going to go do. I remember there was a six-day stretch where I went to Target to get something every single day. I mean, it didn't. It started off with toilet paper, then it just started venturing in to all types of stuff. You know, because when you go to Target, you start buying stuff you don't even need. Listen, I was there getting snacks, wipes, sprays. We don't need diapers, airborne tablets, bug spray. Y'all know I don't go outside messing around with no bug. Well, why am I buying sunblock right now? Okay, it just, it just, it just overtook me. Okay, listen, day five, I swear, I bought some jeans. Okay some jeans now my wife she has the target app so she can see anything that i buy at target okay i walked in the house she said you mean the world is preparing for a national lockdown and you decided that you needed some some jeans i'm like you know what when this thing is over somebody's gonna have a party and then you know somebody gotta look fresh you know needless to say i returned the jeans i, I saw a couple in the frozen food section, it was hilarious. There, there was his husband, and he said, hey, should I grab a, a frozen pizza? And the wife snatched, and she said, I am tired of frozen pizza. I said, ma'am, we all are. We all are. We're all trying to navigate a pandemic with a mirage of emotions. One of those emotions is boredom. The other prevailing emotion during a pandemic though is, is fear. But here's what no one tells us about fear. The side effect of fear is a high degree of self-preservation. The more afraid we are, the more we will look out for ourselves. Think about it. When someone is swimming, okay, and uh, they, they, they're underwater a little bit too long and water begins to fill their lungs, nobody thinks. Wonder how my mom's doing. Like, like you don't think that. No, you think about you. If you were being chased by a bear, you wouldn't think to yourself, I think my neighbor could use some help, you know, with their lawn. Like we 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 don't, we just don't think that way. Most of us walking into a grocery store right now are thinking about our toilets, our pantries, our fridges, our freezers, our health, our lives. Some of us won't even speak others who are 60 feet away. The best question each of us can ask during a crisis 
is what I do for other people. So excited that you're here today. And uh, man, before we jump into any content, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the last dance documentary, the Michael Jordan documentary? Share with us your thoughts. Oh, yeah. Man, you know what? It, it's, I hope that it's reminding everyone out there of Michael Jordan's greatness. You know, I think we, even I, as a basketball aficionado, if you will, I, I forgot. I mean, I, I, I really, I really forgot how good at basketball this man really was. And you know what it is too? Most of Michael Jordan's stories are from his championship years, but people forget that like his individual performances in the late eighties were fierce. I mean, we, we've yeah. just, he's the greatest player of all time. I, I don't even know how it's even a discussion. I don't think it's close. I mean, and, and, and last night, um, when I was looking at it some more, I just, I just, dude, it, it, it's just one of those things, man, where this dude is just, he's off the charts. I think it's brilliant that someone started recording this 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. They oh, started yeah. documenting this story 20 years ago. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it makes me want to start capturing stuff right now just because just you just never know what, yeah. <laughs> you know, what it's going to be like. So on today's live cast. We're going to be talking about what we can be doing for others in the middle of this pandemic. And uh, why do you think the question, what can I do for others, helps us in this quarantine time, in this quarantine life? You know, Peter, I, I think that during uh, a pandemic, we are all naturally self-serving. I mean, whenever, whenever we are afraid, I think our natural inclination is to think about how does this pandemic affect me? in my house. Um, and it's, you can get so consumed with your world that uh, it actually can just create a lot of anxiety for yourself. So I think to pause long enough to say, man, what can I do for somebody else? It pulls you out of the situation for just a few moments to just go, wait a minute, there's some other people in my world that are going through things that maybe have nothing to do with COVID-19. Man, I can't tell you how many people in my life right now are uh, going through marriage troubles that are sick, but they're not sick with COVID-19. They're sick with some other things. Uh, one of my friends is on their fourth round of chemo. You know, like we wish cancer took a break for a year and said, all right, we're just gonna let y'all deal with COVID-19. Well, that's just not the case, you know? Uh, there's lots of things still going on with a lot of people. So so I think pausing long enough to say, what can I do for others? I think it just it just pulls us out of this selfishness vortex that we all can get into. And because we all could play the who's been more impacted by COVID-19 game. I just think it's a dumb game. I, I don't think any of us should should even play it. I think we should we should be people that just decide to say, hey, you know what? The reality is we're all in this thing together. And if I'm able, if I'm in the position to help somebody else, man, I, I want to do that. But it starts by just asking the question, because if you're not asking the question, then you probably won't be thinking about somebody else. Yeah. Talk about the difference in the way people viewed neighbors, maybe even 20, 30 years ago, to yeah. the difference to how we view our neighbors today. Because I think that is a big big, big uh, gap. And that determines how we treat our neighbor today. 
Man, that's a really great question. I, uh, I think the, the way neighborhoods were seen even 20 years ago, it, it felt like life was done outside. Life was done on the porch and houses had porches. I mean, there, there was this idea of like, we're going to stand on our porch. We're going to sit on our porch. We're going to eat on our porch. And even the neighborhood I grew up in, it was like at nighttime, everybody was on their porch. And then you would go to some other neighbor's porch and so many things, so many great conversations happened then. Whereas now, man, you, you could live in a neighborhood for five years and not even know your neighbor's name. Easy. You could be in an apartment complex and never meet your next door neighbor. And I, this time has been just wild, even for me and Amanda in our neighborhood, because we haven't gotten a chance to really meet a whole lot of our neighbors. We just moved in in December and everyone's out walking now. So we're, we're meeting a new neighbor just about every other day. And uh, we were we were walking, uh, me and uh, both of my sons, we went for a walk the other day and I see this couple across the street. Now I realize we're still doing the, the social distancing thing. So it's like, hey, from across the street. I was like, hey, I'm going to say hey to them. I don't know if they're going to say hey back to me. And they said, is your name Ryan? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you speak at our church. <laughs> And it just, and like, they're, they're my neighbors. And it was like, oh my gosh. Like, and so it was just, it was super cool just to get to connect with them. And then uh, a couple of days later, um, and they dropped off uh, a bunch of toys for Jackson to play with. And I just thought, man, y'all are crushing it on this neighbor thing. Like, man, I've always wanted to help my neighbor, but without it being weird, you know, so it, it feels old school. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that I would be even getting to know a lot of my neighbors if, if it wasn't for for what's happening now. So I, I think for us, we, we've got to, I mean, in the word neighbor, anytime you talk about it, even from a biblical standpoint, um, isn't all about zip codes um, as much as it is about who you're doing life with. Um, but I think we should start with our zip codes, especially now. And, and I think our neighbors should know our name. Right. Absolutely. At minimum. Right. Right. And I think I think like in the most basic sense we hear, we know the the thought, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right. And so, you know, that floats throughout the atmosphere all the time. But what what does that practically mean? What what does that look like? I, I know you just talked about a neighbor dropping off toys for Jackson, but what what does that mean? I think to to take a line from a very well-known author, Bob Goff, I think love does, man. I think love moves us into action. And I think the reason that that's important for the question you just asked is if love is moving us into action during a time where we feel like paralyzed and we feel like we can't do anything, I think love says, no, I, there is something we can do. And so e even for me and my wife, we, we've had to just, we, we were laying in bed the other night and I said, Hey, who could use a gift? Like who could use, like, let's just, let's just send them something. You know, uh, my, my mother, uh, she lives in Atlanta and I send gifts to my mom for her birthday, 
for Mother's Day, for holidays. But you know what I was thinking about? I was like, I don't know that I've ever sent my mom anything just cause. And like, so it was like, man, let's just, let's just send something to my mom because I think love moves us into action. And, and this week I had, I had an opportunity to do someone's wedding over zoom. And I, I typically just because of my schedule, a lot of people, uh, get married on Saturdays and usually I'm traveling to, to speak somewhere on those days. So it usually doesn't work out. And dude, I just had a blast doing their wedding. Oh, it was it was just so fun to just see everyone involved. I mean, we we did communion. I mean, I was able to play like a special song for them over the dude. It, it was just it was just it was just a lot of fun. And I was just thinking, some of us just kind of give up on some of these things, but it's like why? Like I think we should be, I think we should be 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 moving forward. Uh, one of my friends, uh, his name's Phil Johnson. You you know Phil. Uh, great youth pastor up in, in Minneapolis. And I would say he would probably be the representative of all extroverts in the country. Like he is the one that I think is in the most pain during a pandemic. Like for him, it's like he needs people. Like it, like I'm actually concerned about him as a person because he's not able to get his people fixed. And, uh, and he's so good with people. And so I, I just decided, I said, man, you know what? He, he's got a birthday on April 22nd. And so, man, we, we, just, we just decided to throw a surprise birthday party for him. And it was just so cool to just see everyone involved and, and, and just to see a bunch of people be a part of, of his world and encourage him and share moments. And, and and he's been in ministry for 10 years. So it was cool just to hear people celebrate his life and, yeah. and all that. So I, I just think that we, we can't give up on the, well, everything's canceled. You know, I think there's a lot of students right now that are being robbed of a graduation, but that doesn't mean we can't celebrate them. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that we can't honor them. It doesn't mean that we, we can't uh, throw a party for them. And, and somebody's going to figure out a really smart way to honor people at a high level during this time. Who knows? A business might start. Pete, you and me might need to start a business that does this. But I think we, we, we've got to be people that step up during this time that says, you know what? I think love does. And it should move us into action. And I'm willing to bet that there are some needs in in the communities of the people that are watching and listening to this that can be met by us. And again, I know I know it's a hard time, but I don't think that should paralyze us. I don't think that that should immobilize us. There might be somebody listening to this that recently lost their job and thinks to themselves, I don't have anything to give. Well, that would be a lie. You still have a lot to give. You have your time. You can encourage somebody. You could write a note. You could send an email. These are all things that are free that sometimes man, our, our spirits can be so downcast, so discouraged that, man, we don't, we don't really want to feel like helping somebody else. But I, I think now is the time more than ever to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan, thank you for your thoughts, man. I, I think that we absolutely can become better neighbors and i don't just mean that in zip code form i mean in general 
to people everywhere. And there's so many free things that we can do to, to brighten people's day, to encourage people doing this time. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening to this episode of LifeCast with Ryan Leak. If you found today's episode to be helpful, please take a moment to rate, review, share with a friend, and subscribe. 